All right, so today we are going to be playing a level six. This one is also going to be a bit of a Daymaker improv original. Oh, fascinating. This one actually does have a name. This one is going to be called Lord Chamberlain's Men. Mm. And before we get too, too far into it, uh, let's have everybody introduce their characters. Let's go ahead and get our special guest. So um, I'm going to be playing Sequia Jemson, who is a female Earth Genasi fighter. I actually have another character for a 5e game that I play named Bonamir Jemson, who is a dwarf cleric. And uh, Sequia is his adopted daughter, and he actually found her in the mines. And her body is almost entirely made of smoky quartz gemstone. And so she was in the mines. He does not know nobody. She had no memory before he found her. And it is unknown where she came from or if she just formed there or was left there. But she has spent most of her life being raised among dwarves and and um, other, you know, and some barbarians and stuff. So she's a little bit on the awkward side, but usually it comes off pretty humorous. She has traveled across the land, kind of working as a sellsword here and there to try to earn money to send back to the dwarves to help them out for everything that they've done for her. So that's about it. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Uh, let's see. Lenny. All right. Today I'm playing Relic and he is just a human cleric. Spent most of his life in the uh, just the, the monastery and churches of Waterdeep, kind of bouncing around and finally got to a point where he was uh, old enough. And after seeing an adventure come in that he provided aid to, he wanted to get out of the churches and actually go for a little bit more adventure. We'll see if, if that, that plays out in his best interest. Nice. Um, Marissa? Uh, sure. Um, so tonight I am playing Lilade. She is my cleric rogue. She is a gnome that has bubblegum pink pigtails. And she's a very spicy creature that was a tag along for one of my original creations previously, just like a sidecast. Uh, but yeah, so she is very adventurous and very uh, energetic. Awesome. We're going to need that energy tonight. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Sean, what you got for us? Uh, hi, I'm a <clears throat> first off, let me apologize if my if I cough a couple of times, I got a bad throat. But my name is uh, Lucius Fireborn. I am a rock gnome. Uh, my background is pretty simple. I am a simple, simple, humble gnome uh, with very simple, humble needs. And that is to light everything on fire as much as I can. Uh, I crave the flame. I yearn for the burn. That is all I want out of life. I, otherwise, I am a fighter. A, the biggest tragedy in my life is that I am not a spellcaster. Otherwise, I would set everything on fire using my magic all of the time. Uh, therefore, I have a special, special fascination and, and enamor enamor enamoration for those who can yield such abilities. Uh, yes. That that is the be all and end all. That is I, Lucius Fireborn, a fighter gnome who likes fire. Everyone's characters sound amazing. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be fun. Yes, it is gonna be fun. You are coming up to a town, a town 
called Shakespeare. And you are all in luck uh, because they are having a big uh, Bards Fest and everybody is celebrating, everybody is having, you know, fun, merriment, uh, what's the word? Revels, that's the one. And uh, it just looks like everybody is in very high spirits. Uh, let me see. Relic, roll me a perception. It's gonna be a good night. That's a six. <laughs> oh my. With a six, uh, you can pretty much tell that you can see confetti and candles, and it all looks like it's going to be a real banger. My passive perception's 14, if that helps any better. That does help. With that 14, you kind of get back into trying to find your way around this place, and you can tell that the streets are decorated in a way that they actually lead you and the party to somewhere. So yeah, it looks like the decorations are kind of pointing us to, I don't know, what is it, you think the main stage? You said it's a bard's fest, right? So that's nope. correct. I guess we can always just follow and find out. You think they'll have fireworks? And like, I feel like every festival could use more flames, if not explosions. As uh, the four of you are walking along the designated pathway, you are approached by a very exotic looking human woman. And uh, she approaches the four of you. And yeah. she says, good afternoon to all of you. My name is Bethlehem McCam. <laughs> and today we are celebrating the Bards Festival, which is not as obvious as you might expect. I'm assuming you, uh, the four of you are travelers and not from around here. You got that right. That's correct. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much go wherever I see lights, which is, you know, always caused by fire. So I'm always on the move. <laughs> oh, that's just perfect. So you can go ahead and take this little pamphlet and it's going to give you a little bit of an origin story to about how all of this came about. And if there are any further questions, then I'm as the one of the managers of this entire organization. Uh, we can, I'll be happy to answer anything. Well, I have a question. Why do you have a bard festival? I mean, why not celebrate other types of people? What's so great about bards? <laughs> What's so Well, uh, for starters, it's actually in celebration of one bard, a bard whose name has been lost to history, but his tale and legend is immortal. And it is the tale of heroics and improv and cunning. If you, if you say it, I'm going to puke. <laughs> I mean... Don't you dare. Was, I would. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm glad he's not on tonight. Do it. No. Don't I'm you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm so curious now. I don't know. I'm curious. What was I going to say? <laughs> nope. I refuse to utter his name. Refuse. Oh, come on. I was going <laughs> to. Nope. I was going to. Start with an A. I, I was going to look through the pamphlet and just go, if this has a certain name in it and you know which one, I'm just going to rip it up and just stare blankly at this. Pamphlet, thank you. And I am reading it. What does it say? Uh, so it tells of you know you get a schedule and you get a little bit of a backstory as to why this is going on. A long time ago, a nameless bard conquered an evil force through sheer might and cunning and saved this little county. And they are all celebrating uh, this nameless man's heroic deeds. Hmm. Okay. Does it? mention any other heroic deeds? Roll a history. Uh, that would be an 11. Uh, with an 11, 
You can't really recall any sort of likeness that you've seen or probably even heard of, but you look at the schedule and you can tell that there is actually going to be a bit of a minor performance event that is going to be beneath a statue that you can probably safely assume is the best interpretation of this character's likeness. How tall is this statue? I don't know. It's statue-sized. Oh, okay. <laughs> so me being a gnome, if I were to go to a statue, you know, it would probably be, oh, like, four larger four than life. Or is it, <laughs> it's larger than life. Oh, okay. Remember, we're getting a little grandiose tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So, mm-hmm. uh, what does everybody want to do? Well, let's see. Here's the schedule. And, oh, here's, uh, so food is this direction. And, oh, fireworks are tonight. Look, see, Lucius fireworks right there. Oh, and... oh, oh, give me that. I can't. Would you please? I just, fireworks. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lucius, I hand Lucius my pamphlet because I didn't actually tear anything up. So I handed Lucius my pamphlet. The the manager handed multiple pamphlets out. So here, Lucius, take mine. Lucius just kind of snatches it like almost viciously and is kind of clutching it to his chest now like a treasure. Guys, I don't know much about, I don't know, music, I guess. I guess you could say I have a little bit of a bad attitude about bards from issues in my past, but... We're going to get along just fine. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm... Sequia is like scowling kind of as she looks around the entire area and she's not used to, you know, fun or festivities or anything. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing I'm here as DM to make you relive those horrors. Back to the schedule. So over here, we have open stage where you can apparently share your own poetry or music. Anybody up for that? Hmm. No. Why would I want to? I don't know. Challenge. Interesting. Well, I love a challenge. Maybe you can help <laughs> me in that, Lilade. Perhaps. Maybe. Let's see what else is going on. What else is on the schedule? Sequoia, I'm assuming you're staring at the pamphlet, too. I was kind of looking around more, trying to understand the fun that everyone's having and listening to Lil Aid read off the pamphlet. All right. So give me a wisdom check. <laughs> sure. Ooh, that's going to be a six. <laughs> Ooh, 16? Yeah. yeah that, yep. That's what I heard. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, that audio, you know, sometimes it messes up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so with a 16, you are not having this at all. You notice something peculiar amidst the nonsensical fanfare that you are not a fan of. You look down at one of the fallen streamers, and you actually notice a very faint hint of runic writing on uh, the streamer. It's on the ground. It is on the ground. Okay. I uh, I bend over, pick it up, and I begin to examine the writing. Do I recognize okay. it? That depends. What languages do you know? I know common, elvish, and primordial. You do not recognize it, but you can see that it is, in fact, present. Hey, guys. Uh, does anyone recognize this? Is this something that kind of goes with bard stuff? As I hold up the streamer to everybody. Relic goes to uh, try to read it. Wait, wait, let me see, let me see, let me see too. All right, so both of you give me a wisdom. Uh, which one are you actually looking for? Uh, just give me, you know, just a flat wisdom. Yeah, that's gonna be a uh, twenty-two. Okay. Regular twenty. A regular twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So, what languages do you two speak? Uh, common, dwarvish, elvish, gnomish. And- nice. Yeah, common and dwarvish. 
All right. Uh, let me see. Which one of you is the? Uh, which one of you is the cleric? Oh, you're both clerics. <laughs> you're both clerics. Yes, we are. Okay. So uh, with uh, DM's uh, powers that be, uh, you both magically also know in your studies uh, infernal. Yeah. All right. Yep. And you recognize the runes as infernal script. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Hmm. That's not good. What is it? It's some form of infernal. I I recognize the the language and the rune type, but I don't know exactly what it says. I knew there was something wrong with bards. They're just, you know, devil worshippers. Uh, some, but tieflings are also, you know, some of them know Infernal. I've known a few that are not bad, but they also know Infernal. So I don't go just off the language, but when it's out of place, that's where it's a bit more cause for alarm. I would like to look around and see if there are ra- any random tieflings around. Okay, uh, roll me a perception. Can I assist her with that? Yes, you can. Also, it should be noted during this time that Lucius is just reading the pamphlet section about the fireworks. <laughs> I, uh, that's a for. Uh, they're gonna be out, and it's gonna make the night turn day. Oh, this is gonna be sweet. I'm not missing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what was that? Uh, 14 perception. 14? Uh, with a 14, uh, you start looking around for any sort of uh, Tifling influence. I'm going there. And, um, <laughs> no, it's Tifling. I'm the DM. It's Tifling. Thank so, you. So, um, <laughs> I was, I, it's all good. We'll- <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll be called for already calling it tiefling, but yes, it's tiefling. Thank you. Never mind them, listeners. They're just, you know, <laughs> tiefling. We're correct. We're, but anyway. Yes. Everyone is right. Yay! Where's my 21st tiefling? century. <laughs> I want to start anyway. changing words, too. I, I think instead of cleric, I'm going to say clerique. Clerique. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. I hate that. <laughs> there is one cleric who is more of a paladin kind that would like to Oh, oh my god. god. That was so good. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know you wanted me to bring Lance. I mean, oh, Lance. stop. <laughs> anyway. Where's my tiefling? So with the 14, you're looking around for any sort of uh, tiefling influence, and you actually notice the statue at the uh, uh, the village square is the statue of a well-dressed uh, tiefling holding up a uh, holding up a mask. That's so the statue that is this kind of where all the the decorations and uh, and everything everything. kind of leading us towards this. So this is the center square. Yes. Okay. And this the giant statue in the center of this. Can we? uh, Is this the unnamed or unknown bard from a long time ago? Is that the same? Yes, it is. Okay. So that would actually that seems to jive with why we would potentially see infernal. However, can I do an insight check? into the the runes and things that we're seeing is it based on uh like i guess more religious i'm basically looking for based on my history of religion and the infernal language trying to figure out would these be negative infernal runes or something that's kind of benign all right uh go ahead and roll that uh insight that's gonna be a 17 uh with a 17 uh you can tell that most of the you know the the townsfolk around here they just kind of threw the the runes on 
without, you know, too much press for care. More trying to meet a deadline uh, just to try and get decorations out. And they were, you know, all kind of under the assumption that, I don't know, Tifling Infernal Runes. Cool. Let's, you know, jazz it up, make it look nice and thematic. Um, but with your understanding of Infernal Script, uh, you can actually distinctly read this as a as a woeful warning. Ooh. So, and that's, am I seeing that same pattern across many different streamers or just the one that Lil Aid's holding and reviewing? You can identify it across just about all of the streamers. So I relay that to the rest of the group that this the series, the, what appears to be originally put up as you know just a benign use of iconography, see is seems to be a uh, a warning of some sort. Hmm. So like Barger from the Devil, and there this one in particular is going to try to like break loose out of hell. Type <laughs> yes. of warning. I I believe it. I believe it. I would say we find someone who can speak Infernal to verify what we're seeing or what I'm reading. Well, I mean, if they, if they were did a scramble, then maybe none of them knew. But that is kind of odd that, I mean, if they scrambled and it just turned into a warning just because they scrambled and put things in the wrong spots. I mean, maybe that's just a warning about not being organized enough to do something like this. Wow. That's true. So, so what I'm, I'm getting from this is that the fireworks section is going to have even more fire now. <laughs> yes. I think oh, so. yes. This is going to be awesome. Yes, it's going to be pretty. This is why I want to verify what's on those streamers that seem to line the entire town. Well, why don't we go back and find that manager lady? Bethlick? Is, was that her name? Bethlick McClam? She might be in on it, though. Oh, oh, like in on it in a bad way. It, it depends on which warning it is. True. Yeah, that's true. I I don't trust a lot of people, so... Um, oh. I don't know. Did you guys happen to see any tieflings around here? I mean, tieflings? I mean, clerics? <laughs> <laughs> besides, besides her? No, not yet. Actually, yeah. So, okay. Uh, looking for other tieflings. Uh, I rolled a 19 looking around. I'm not sure what else you want me to, what particular one you want me to look roll for, but I rolled a flat 19. I'm looking for other tieflings. Um, I'm going to say uh, with a 19, you don't really see any other, uh, any evidence of any other tieflings, but uh, uh, you do notice uh, uh, Bethlet Midham uh, uh, standing over there uh, by the, uh, uh, what is it, juice kiosk. Uh, just talking to a few more of the uh, attendees and carrying on and laughing. And um, she notices you uh, looking at her and she smiles and, you know, she waves and beckons uh, the four of you to come on over. I'm gonna ask her. Let's just ask her. And I scramble ahead of the group with the streamer in tow. I follow Lil' Aid. Right behind him. Hi. Yep. Uh, we saw these on the streamer. What did they mean? Oh, all that? Well, let me just, uh, it's part of the, you know, the way that the, the, un, the unsung bard, uh, the unsung hero, as we, as we uh, like to call him, it's one of the last verses of his song. Oh. I would like to roll an insight on that. Ditto. All right. I'm 
Super sus. So I can assist you on that. So- 21. Good job. With a 21, uh, you know right off the bat that uh, this lady uh, means what she says. Hmm. So if it's a verse, uh, is it like a song or poem? It's the, it's, it's the only surviving line of the Bard's verse that saved that saved the world, basically. What does it say in common? Yeah. So the way the legend plays out, uh, in common it says, the unsung hero gave up his voice to beat the villain and break the fourth wall. Hmm. The fourth wall? Like I don't dimensions? I don't know what else to tell you. That's all it says. Hmm. Gave up his voice. If this is the kind of annoying bard that you guys are talking about, should we worry about his voice? I mean, is that not a win? <laughs> Sounds like he should have sung. Yeah, isn't that what bards are good for? You know, unsung, he should sing. Some huh. were better just quiet. Uh, hmm. This guy gets it. Charlie Chaplin, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, <laughs> bust me. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. That's interesting. Ah, thanks. I, like, tossed the streamer up in the air. Party! <laughs> <laughs> Sequi doesn't laugh very often, but seeing Lil Aid's cuteness and enthusiasm definitely brings a smile to her stony face. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, maybe do you think that there'd be some more evidence at the statue? Maybe we should take a closer look at that. Greed. Okay. And then we get maybe, like, I don't know, food. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Just glad, glad someone's on the same page as me. <laughs> yep. Well, you said there's, there's food all over the place, right? There's vendors and everything? Yep. So, uh, as we're heading heading towards the statue because we're in the big center town. What would you like to eat? Oh, well, hmm. We can investigate on a full stomach. Sure. That always helps me see more clearly. Yeah. Do you think that they have an entire flock of chickens here? Why would you want an entire flock of chickens? Oh, that. well, I know it doesn't seem like much. I've actually been trying to diet lately, but that's generally what I have for lunch. An entire flock? Yeah, I know. I should probably, I should probably stop dieting and eat my normal amount. Maybe if we have a snack, if not a full meal. So just a couple chickens then? Well, let's see what we can find. I, I was thinking like funnel cake. Oh, I've never had such a thing. Well, I mean, I, I've heard of it being at like festivals. It's like this like really light fluffy bread. Did they put sugar on top of? So Relic is looking for both of these things. Something that has a lot of like either the giant turkey legs or something like that for Sequia and a funnel cake for Little Aid. <laughs> yeah. Lucius is already walking you. up to the vendor that sells ale. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, you know, that that and fire doesn't really mix well. Uh, it's still uh, daylight. It's Let him be. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I find a food vendor. I grab some large, um, as large amount of meat as I can get in a single portion for uh, Sequia and uh, funnel you cake. Do that. And then something small for myself as we head over to towards the, the statue. All right. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to everybody. Uh, you are all, you have all eaten. You've all had something to drink and you are all, the four of you, Mary. Lily probably has powdered sugar all over her face. <laughs> hey, um, Lil A, do you think I could try a bite of that if you have a bite oh, left? Sure, here's, here's a bite. Oh my gosh. I'm like crunching on it. I'm like, this is amazing. See, so much better than chicken. I think I want five more funnel cakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lily probably turns around to go get more funnel cakes. <laughs> <laughs> 
so as uh, the four of you are making your way uh, back to the statue uh, and talking about how awesome that uh, funnel cake is, um, you notice on the statue the the eye sockets in the mask uh, actually glint. Mm. The eye sockets in the mask so mm-hmm. they're the actual they're the mask is wide open like the eye pocket sockets are what originally at first or appeared to be clear or they were solid and we see them kind of shine uh they were you know like a typical masquerade mask like they were just open eye sockets and now and they he- just glinted yes and he's holding the mask right he's not wearing the mask yep Mm. What was the statue made of? Or the the mask, either or? Uh, let's go with a uh, callback, and I'm going to say granite. The eye sockets of the mask. I want to take a closer look at those as well, as close as I can get without trying to climb the statue. So I try to work myself shoulders. into a position. Okay. Uh, roll. Um, I'm going to say roll an arcana check. Uh, that's going to be a 16. With a 16, uh, you can tell that there is a, there's a presence and the way that it, um, the way that it, the light shone is akin to a exercised uh, warding spell. I quietly kind of whisper that to the other members of the group. I don't want to say it too loudly because I'm sure there's other pedestrians and people around us. So exercised ward, does that mean that there's a warding spell on the statue or something? Oh. Hmm. I've heard of such things, but I don't know if I've ever heard of it on a statue before. Unless the statue is a key to keeping the town safe. Ah. So we would, it would be in trouble if we were like, you know, to break the statue or something like that. No breaking. I think that would be yeah, very I mean, bad. Is this breaking? Is the statue like large enough for possibly a, someone that was gnome sized to maybe find a way in it? You know, kind of like how you can go in the Statue of Liberty, but on a smaller scale. Uh, no, I'm gonna say the uh, the statue is probably uh, no taller than twenty feet. Mm, twenty feet, huh? Sequia stands back and examines the statue. It reminds me of a statue that I've heard of once. Some some bard made a statue of himself. I can't remember, like Adi something or other, some Coda something. It just reminds me. <laughs> reminds me of that. <laughs> Lucius, um, having finished a, a pint of ale, he isn't drunk, but his nose is a little red. He just goes, sounds like he was kind of lame. They're full of himself. Yeah. Very. I mean, building a statue of yourself, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear good things. It's kind of why I have a bad taste for bards. <laughs> I knew I liked her. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, I love that he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> So you have been here before and get the joke. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So while um, everybody is discussing the the uh, the, it works and, uh, you know, whatever is going on with it. Yes. uh, Off in the distance, uh, you start to hear screaming. Uh, anybody else hear that? Oh, I hope the fire, 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 fireworks haven't started. Uh, does it sound like terrified screaming or happy screaming? 
Um, it sounds terrified. It's and... like a fireworks, then they're really bad fireworks. Oh, they're they're really really big fireworks. What time of day is it? Uh, it's uh probably about two ish in the afternoon. They wouldn't start fireworks this soon. Uh, I haven't heard any explosions yet either. And right as uh, soon as you come to that conclusion, uh, you see somebody in a very odd looking suit uh, screaming towards the town center. And uh, it says and is shouting, everybody get clear, get clear. She's about to blow. I hide. Yeah. Can we hide behind the statue? You can. Lucius is actually kind of like looking to see where it's coming from with like an ecstatic look on his face. Like doesn't give a shit that it's probably going to hurt him. He's just like, where, 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 where? Relic okay. has uh, positioned his, sh- has taken his shield off of his back and he's now holding it. It's a rather large, not quite tower shield, but like still a good sized shield. And he's got kind of hunkered down next to the statue, kind of keep making sure that the, uh, the party behind him is protected, kind of like behind it, tucked in. All right. Uh, so everybody that has actually taken cover, uh, roll a constitution at advantage. Everyone that hasn't, <coughs> Lucius, uh, <laughs> just roll a regular constitution. That's All right. Dank 20. That's a nat 20. All sparkly. <laughs> I rolled hey. a 22. Who's the dumb guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's drunk. It's like being in a car accident. Right? I got a 24. Nice. The guy with the shield rolled the lowest. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. Yep. I also got a 21 on stealth. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was hiding. So um, everybody is able to either is able to avoid collateral damage as Lucius, you are looking at the glory of a <laughs> fireworks mishap. One of the beams holding the the table that was actually holding all of the fireworks broke and toppled over and somehow the friction it might have been friction it might have been one of the pyro, other pyrotechnic guys dropping the flint but they lit the big one <laughs> and it started uh, rocketing towards the town square and it actually hits the mask on the statue Uh-oh. what was that we said the, about not breaking it well it broke <laughs> and Uh-oh. the moment it does the entire town goes black so just to clarify because the fireworks would still be exploding as the whole town goes black does that mean lucius can now see all the exploding fireworks in their illuminated glory against the blackness oh no you got cliffhangered like a motherfucker i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) so this is like magical darkness yes right well let it be known that up until that moment lucius was effectively having a religious experience And uh, cut short. Guys, can you all see anything? No. no. I think I'm blinded. Are you guys still there? I reach ar- so beautiful, you guys. I reach <laughs> I reach around to uh kind of I know where uh Sequia, well little aid hid, but where Sequia was right next to me, uh Lucius was out away because he was standing in the middle. So I would have reached over to kind of tap Sequia so she knew I was still next to her and where my position was. I grab your I grab your wrist and hold it really, really tightly. Relic? Yep. Okay. Right here. And I and I let it go as soon as I hear your voice. It's just like instinctive to I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I 
I wave my hands right in front of my eyes, can I see them? Like, can I like visibly tell that I still have vision, even if I can't like see see? Uh, I don't know how to answer that except yeah? Question mark. Uh, I think I can kind of see my hands, so I don't think I'm blind. Which tells me thing, bro, and darkness is upon us. Magical, maybe, probably. Hmm? Little aid, come back down here. What? I'm not up in the where. I'm... Wherever you are, come back to Sequia and myself. Was Lucius? Did I realize where Lucius was? He we, he within arm's reach of me before. Uh, yeah. Uh, but as everybody is trying to find their, uh, you know, their little support group or their exit buddy or however you want to phrase it, um, the four of you hear uh, slow clapping in the distance. Uh-oh. Lucius, is that you? Uh, Lucius is um, on his knees sobbing. It's like <laughs> it looks so beautiful. Like it's like it looks like seeing the face of a god and then going blind. Why did it have to go away so soon? Can I hear him? Like exactly where he is? Uh, even better, uh, it it appears as if a curtain gets drawn, and center stage, you see a gold-skinned humanoid dressed in very flamboyant garb, slow clapping and making his way towards the four of you. Where it turns out Adiago is straight up the villain for this one. <laughs> Oh, I, that should have been it. You guys would have been so screwed. I would have just been, I'm out. Boo. I'm not, I would finally I, get to kill him, though. Yeah, right. Plot armor. Plot armor. Yeah, plot armor. Jake would have given him more plot armor than anything. I could have hit him with a with a 10 megaton fireball, and he'd just keep walking and slow clapping out of it. No. <laughs> He's good for the show, and you know he is. I know he is. That's why it's just it's because it's it's Alex. He plays him perfectly. It's the only reason it drives me insane. I love Adiago, but he drives me insane. So, anyways, not him. This one we can kill. So, uh, just gold humanoid, mm-hmm. normal, a- average, medium height build. Yep. Slowly walking towards us, slow clapping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we can only see see the humanoid. We can't, and it's all still black around, right? Yep. Hmm. You said that the like a curtain was lifted, so it's or it's just him walking towards us, but it's black everywhere else. But there's it's like it's like there's a a spotlight that's actually centered on the humanoid, and you see beneath him a hardwood floor, and just off on the very edges, it it's not a certain thing, but it you kind of got this sense that a curtain was being drawn to reveal uh, the character. Okay, okay, I'm tracking now. Like he's walking across the stage towards us. Mm-hmm. I hate thespians. This is weird. <laughs> you seem mighty proud of yourself. Oh, of course I am mighty proud of myself because I have found four beautiful, worthy contestants and I have been waiting for so long. Mm, contestants? I'm pretty sure we didn't sign up for anything. You attended the festival, did you not? You bought food. You enjoyed yourself. That is tribute in my eyes, and it lights a fire in my soul. Lucius now looks up, having heard the word fire. (laughs) I was just going to say to the guy, uh, don't, don't use that word around him, please. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Is, is there... 
And, okay, please tell me there's going to be more fire. Whoever you are, Mr. Goldman. What, fire? Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. What more about that, please? Yes. Oh, you want more fire? Yes. I shall give you fire. My thing. And as soon as he starts saying, I shall give you, there is a faded drum roll in the back. And then he screams, fire. And then pyrotechnics light up the stage. And all four of you are at the center stage rear. And in front is a crowd of screaming people. Oh, what? Oh. Lucius is now beaming. In his head, if there was a music track go playing, it would just be the climax of Ode to Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lord Chamberlain, and I am its commander. You may call me Vaudevillian. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> Is this a name that possibly would hold any... Um... Um, I can't think of the word uh, like where it could be recognized in history or from this area. Uh, roll a history check. Okay. Can I help her with that to give advantage? Sure. There you go. With advantage. Thank you. Uh, oh, it's a nat 20. Nice. So 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. Okay. So with a nat 20, um, uh, I'm going to say that the moment that that name is uttered, uh, it hits you. You know this as... You know this name. It is the name of an ancient arcane trickster, a warrior poet, and a spinner of melodrama. Hmm. And with... God, I'm giving you the plot, basically. (laughs) So with a nat 20, uh, you can... uh, You also are familiar that while this character isn't necessarily evil, it's not exactly a name that's associated with benevolence. It is a name that brings about chaos and calamity and madness. I say to the group, I recognize this person. He's got a little flair for the melodramatic and... I don't know. I think he's just bullshitting us right now. I, I think I think we should just leave. Sounds like every bard I've ever met. But, I agree. But, but the fireworks, though. We'll find other fireworks. Besides, Lucius, I thought you said you were the master of all fireworks. Uh, well, look, I just... Any fire will do, and it's right here now. Yeah, he was the master till he met this guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. This sucks. We're not interested <laughs> in your games. It's... I'm pretty sure we're good. We're going to head off now. Bye-bye. And I turn to, like, walk away off the stage. stage left. Like, I'm totally disinterested. All right. So you start, uh, you and I'm sure all of you are in agreement. Yes. All right. Like, his head is down looking at the ground. Miserable. So the four of you, without even giving him a chance to speak, start to make your exit stage left. And after walking for a little while, uh, the four of you appear, uh, reappear on stage right. Yep, there it is. Right back in front of him. (laughs) That's an interesting parlor trick. Mm. Parlor trick indeed. I'm also a two-bit counterfeit. (laughs) Can I incite this creep to find out what he wants from us? Uh, you could try, sure. I would say just ask him, Lily. He'll probably tell you. That's a 20 on insight. So a dank 20. Uh-huh. 
Okay. I love that. I've never heard that phrase before, but I am seriously stealing it and using it at any point. Dank 20. We coined it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's incredible. I love it. We're creative here. I dig it. So with a Dank 20, um, you can tell that the only thing that this character is interested in is causing drama, starting drama, and directing drama. And that's exactly what he wants tonight from the four of you. So find those who are willing to be in your show. Yeah. He wants drama? I think we can give him drama. And I will walk to center stage and take up a pose. (laughs) Direct me, if that's what you really want. And I give him the glare. (laughs) (laughs) The glare. Like Paddington Bear's hard stare. She's going to give you the mom look. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So after your demand to... uh, direct you and having briefly heard the conversation that was going on of finding willing participants and whatnot he looks at the four of you and he says yes exactly willing participants and if the four of you want to get out of here well then it sounds like you're gonna be pretty willing he's got us there and that's really all i want give me something to entertain me be careful what you wish for oh i'm good at wishes too I make them come companions true. wearing a cape. Ooh, I am wearing a cloak. Mm. I will look at you and go, does mother know it? You wear it, her drapes? <laughs> drapes. <laughs> I look confused at Lil Aid. <laughs> Roll performance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that's an eight. <laughs> so with an eight the cheering of the crowd it goes dead silent and the arrogant smirk that is on uh vaudevillian's face sort of fades away okay so do either an eight four or a five hit all right so um i'm gonna start tap that same as i try they try to hit me (laughs) 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 doing a little jig over here (laughs) well just backtrack in a minute (laughs) you you're not gonna you rolled an eight you're not gonna snake your way out of this one you kind of have that little pose after drapets and three uh very putrid looking tomatoes are lobbed in your general direction but none of them connect just because I'm willing doesn't mean I'm any good. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, you might want to pick somebody else. <laughs> can we see the crowd? Like actually see them? Yes, you can see them. Is there anything suspicious about them? Do they look like quote unquote normal people? <laughs> um, what do you want to roll for it? Well, I was thinking that uh, I was going to walk to the edge of the stage and yell out at whoever was throwing the tomatoes like, hey, that's not very nice and kind of squint into the audience. Um, so maybe perception. OK, uh, roll it. OK, Um, 18. Ooh. so with an 18, um, you walk up to this, uh, you walk up to the edge of the stage and what you can see is initially is a full audience a sea of people of a myriad number of races everyone that's under the sun and you give your little it's not very nice quick one-liner and uh whenever you squint that's whenever they start laughing but without whenever you squint uh you kind of take away the glare of the backlight and suddenly they don't look like people Uh uh-oh 
what do they look like? Uh, a mix of imps, demons, etc. I let out like an audible gasp and I spin around on my heels and look back at, <clears throat> at the other three and I say, guys, we have got to get out of here now. Those that there's not normal people out there. We need to, we need to escape. We're in trouble. I don't trouble. believe we're in the same plane as we were before. Uh, I can't imagine many people would sign up to watch the little aids dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Says that. I dance a little closer to Mr. Uh, Vaude Villain. I think I go, hmm, Savoosh! And cast Word of Radiance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vaude Villain got a 19. Dang it. Mm. What about anybody in the crowd? I mean, it's a stage. It's everything kind of stays on the stage. Yeah. And whenever you do cast that, Vaude Villain instantly vanishes and reappears under the spotlight on the other side of the stage. And is now very angry. Nimble little minx, any. <laughs> is he on our side of the stage now? He's on the other side of the stage. Yeah, wherever. The other side being the quote unquote audience side of the stage. So why, uh, go ahead. So Relic looks to Vaudevillian and says, why exactly did you bring us here? Uh, so he begins to explain. And um, first, Lil Aid, he looks at you and he says, first of all, that was not very nice. And it's very unprofessional. You want a drama? <laughs> yes, but there's appropriate drama. Come on, we're trying to get awards, not lawsuits. Come on, standards. I told you to direct me and you gave nothing to our quest. Nothing. Yeah, you're a terrible director. She's not wrong. And he looks to Relic and he says, yes, you are correct. You're not where you were. As I've stated before, you are in my stage, Lord Chamberlain. And if you want to get out of here, you need to entertain me. And if you can't entertain me, then I will entertain me through you. How exactly do you wish to be entertained? Yeah, I was going to ask for insight on that one. All right. While you're rolling that, go ahead and get that ready. He's going to start telling Relic, as far as how you're going to entertain me, well, I leave that up to you. Maybe a song, maybe a skit, maybe a comedy act. I don't know, slapstick, maybe hit one of your friends. Maybe you can even ask a volunteer from the audience, make him disappear. I don't care how you do it. As long as it disappears, it gets results, does it not? I did just try to hit you and you didn't find that very irritating. That's because I am supposed to be the one that is behind the scenes. I am the one that is directing all of this. The audience is free game. Then Go when nuts. you say to direct, it does mean to direct. Simply having straight improvisation sessions means that a director has no clue what they're doing, except to cue who's next. That's not directing, is it? That's pointing. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. <laughs> By the way, that was a 27 on that insight. Oh, <laughs> nice. All right. With the, oh my God, with a 27, uh, yeah, he's bullshitting. He has absolutely no intention of letting you go. I begin to walk forward and I have my my hands wrapped around the hilts of my two long swords that are at my waist. And I don't draw them, but I say as I walk forward, you know, I've been told I'm pretty entertaining with these two things. If you'd like to try it out, I say menacingly. <laughs> I will say, well... I can make myself go poof and go stealth. Like find a spot to hide in a shadow mm -hmm. and go stealth. All right. So that would be a 20. Exactly. As made that little. <laughs> All right. That happens. Um, with a, let me see. Uh, give me a dexterity save. Oh, me? Or no. Uh, yeah, not dexterity. Um, no, wait. Is it dexterity? It's dexterity. I cast bless 
over everyone, which gives up to three creatures of my choice within range. So it benefits Lilade, Sequia, and Lucius. Awesome. They have a bonus to attack rolls and saving throws. Add a D4 to anything you have to make and add it to your roll. Yeah, I got it mistaken. It's a uh, roll me a wisdom save. Alrighty. So let's see. That is a 16. And then I can roll the D4 if I want to. Yep. If you want. It's not necessarily a if you want. It's just a totally thing. You have it. Might as well. Yeah, you yeah. have it. It just It's not like the inspiration it. that it goes away once you use no, it. No, this this lasts up to uh right Ten now minutes, it's I think wow. concentration. Yeah. As long as I'm concentrating on it, which right now I just gave it to you guys. So Okay. Right now with, it's up to a minute, but yes. With bless, I got a twenty-two. Nice. With bless, um, the charm spell that uh, Vaudevillian attempts to put on you fails and takes a glimpse at uh, your two swords, and um, all he does is laugh and he smiles and he looks at you directly and he says, "I like your spirit. I do believe you have what it takes." For what? I am going to trust you with getting this rambunctious little band of actors to come up with a small little something. And if I like it, you can leave. I look over at Lil Aid and who I know is pretty good at, you know, checking on people's true intentions. And I kind of look for a little sign from her in regards to his true intentions. I see her looking for me. I'm guessing she can't find me. Oh, you were hiding. That's right. But I'm going to take a guess that by looking at her, I can figure out what she wants. Is he telling the truth? Um, With that last insight check, uh, you can pretty much guarantee that uh, no, no, he's not. But only you know that. Would you say that she does deception on that? Would I say? Yep. He's an actor. I'm going to say it's implied. And it's part of the story. Okay. There's a reason I'm asking. I know. I I say when I, I look around and I don't see Lil Aid and I remember how adept she is at hiding and I I just kind of nod to myself and I turn back to him and I say, look, I, I don't care what you're interested in and what anyone in this audience needs. Me, my friends just came here to have a good time and we're not interested in entertaining you or messing with anything. So unless you want to be entertained with your head on the ground, I would highly suggest that you let all of us go now. See, is that going to be intimidation? Um, <laughs> I can try it. You can try it. Yeah. At, you, that still adds a D4. Heck yeah. I may or may not have taken charisma as a dump stat. Um, <laughs> That's the way to go. I did. I did pretty good. I rolled a 15, but it's minus one for 14 plus four for 18 with the with the bless. I'm yeah, feeling extra, extra charismatic. Thanks to um, feeling blessed. <laughs> blessed by the best and highly favored. <laughs> Didn't spend all those years in a monastery for nothing. <laughs> so it comes down to an 18. Yes. Well, up against a, uh, a 24. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, he's got the uh, upper hand here. <laughs> Someone's very charismatic. Mm. He's an actor, of course. True. Mm. An actor that sucks is a director. <laughs> 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 I, that would be so amazing if your voice just came out of nowhere saying that sure <laughs> oh my God, right let it be so all right uh little uh, roll of performance um 
that's a 16. It's four. Plus your D4. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Where's the D4? Make that a 20. Hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that got him. The audience starts laughing at the uh, not-so-vicious mockery. I join in and, like, in the most extremely exaggerated laughing and pointing at him. <laughs> Really, for a director, you'd think you'd know better. It's like, yes, yes, that's the spirit. Now, go backstage and prepare. How about you show us something of entertaining? Well, with, uh, I'm trying to point you in the right direction. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there like a curtain separating the front of the stage from the back of the stage? Yes, there is. All right. So um, I'm probably already hiding behind that curtain. You know, with okay. just like my nose and eyeballs sticking out. Probably already. Awesome. So what is backstage? Awesome. Okay. So all of you are backstage. And uh, what is your uh, passive perception? Well. Okay. Uh, so with a 12, it kind of looks, you know, like what you would expect. Um, there's a lot of background slides. There's... There's props, there's costumes, uh, there's a ladder that goes all the way up to the catwalk, and up in the catwalk uh, you see a lot of uh, multicolored glasses uh, that are fixed to a light, and there's sandbags, pulleys, a lot of it is all the backstage stuff that um, really helps make the stage come alive. And Lucius, you haven't done anything in a while, roll me a investigation. Okay. Ah, oh, wonderful. Um, one second. All right, that's a seven. <laughs> add, uh, add four. Uh, add four, four and add to it. Eleven. <laughs> I didn't catch. I didn't catch that first part. Was the um, must have been. I don't know. You cut out. What was that first bit? Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen plus four. Yeah, eighteen. Okay. Yeah. 18? Uh-huh. Okay. So with an 18, you're kind of looking at everything. You're specifically trying to find a pyrotechnist because uh, you really like what this guy's already shown you and you want to show him up a little. Um, but uh, you look over at the uh, the props and you notice on um, one of the tables a, a mask that is very similarly exact to the mask that was being held by the Tifling in the square. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, Lucius just casually uh, walks over to it, picks it up to show the group, like physically handling it. Like, hey guys, look at this thing. And he fully knows he probably shouldn't even be touching it. <laughs> <laughs> be careful there, Lucius. Oh, I think something bad could happen. I'd put it to my face. (laughs) (laughs) Lucius, no! You put the mask on, and only Lucius hears these words. So you're another person that Ophelia has seen fit to trap here. You have my condolences. Thanks, guy. What do you mean, thanks, guy? Uh, Hang on, I'm in the middle of something. I'm going to (laughs) call. Like, um, <laughs> Lucius is just kind of patiently waiting. Is that it? Is there more? Yes, there is. As you're, I'm sure you're well aware of by now, Vaudevillian is essentially the god of actors. You cannot trust a word that it says. It sows lies like a master gardener sows seeds. The only way out is you have to beat him in his own game. Well, we have to, like, out-act him? You must appeal directly to the audience. Uh, but what, what do you think the audience would like? Because uh, if, if, they, if they like fire, I, I can do some things. I got some torches. With this mask, look out to them. You will see what you need. All right, well, uh, can you, uh, give me a second, disembodied guy. Uh, and I just turned to the group. <laughs> All right, so something's in this mask with me. Basically, uh, 
I can look at the audience and I'll see what they want to, you know, see us perform. So that that, that seems like a leg up. I'm hoping they want something with fire because, again, I've got these torches. <laughs> so the question is, is he going to get mad if he sees us wearing that? He told Are us to come backstage and get what we needed. Are there other masks? Oh, yeah. Or anything else we can wear? Like costumes? Is there a Holocaust cloak? <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you. Um, it looks like, uh, despite you know everybody kind of searching for a mask of the same, uh, it, that appears to be the only one. But there are a numerous no, there. You know, there's a huge number of masks, but that's the only one that's like that. So you can all kind of assume that that one is special and particularly significant. Are there any that just kind of look like similar, like in shape and color and things like that? Go ahead and roll it. I'm gonna say investigation. That is a 19. With a 19, while there are none that are exactly like that mask, there are definitely some uh, many that are quite similar to it. I will go over and start taking like all the masks that are similar and then going and getting other ones and ripping them apart and then bringing them over to the ones that are similar in order to basically make several that look alike to that one using mending to piece them all back together. I will allow this. So we should have four masks that look rather similar. <laughs> okay, so you can all do these. Or maybe he won't know who's, who wants to wear the actual one. Well, Lucius found the actual one. Maybe yeah. maybe he should use that and, and see what the audience wants and we can put the other ones on. Sure. You, you good I, with that? Yeah, sure. I mean, do you want me to take a peek now or like we want to be on stage together and I don't know, work them now? No, if you want to try to peek, are you sneaky? Um, well, no, not even a little, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just well, worried. Yeah. Well, you know what? He takes off I his mean, uh, chain mail. Now I'm a bit more sneaky. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, uh, make sure you put that back on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep it nearby. Uh, uh, he just kind of like stuffs it into one of the pouches and like just kind of hanging off of his belt. He's got basically kind of like a, a, a tool belt just with like satchels. How big is that pouch? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's Batman. what I wanted. Yeah. I know, right? Bag of holding. It, like, it shouldn't be possible. It's just, it's almost comical watching him stuff it in there. And he's like punching the damn thing into the bag. <laughs> oh, I see. I want comedy. Huh. And this is a melodrama dimension. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Lucius is going to quickly peek through the curtain to look at the crowd. All right. Roll that uh, stealth, I guess. Don't forget yeah. you're blessed. Yep. Got to oh. blame it on the cleric. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> uh, God, it's um, you know what? I got a similar role as before, so I hmm, uh, it's 18 Man, plus gonna... four. I like it. Dang 22. All right, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar hey. uh, it was, it was a, there was a one digit difference. Yeah. Sorry, 21. Uh, yeah, that's a 21. <laughs> All right. So with a 21, uh, you're able to successfully sneak a peek. And um, you look out at the audience. Well, you have a very clear view of everything. This isn't a stage. It is. <clears throat> it looks almost like a sulfuric fire pit. You're not looking at an audience. You are looking at a legion of infernal entities. And when you are looking at... Vaudevillian, uh, you don't see 
a gold-skinned humanoid. You see a uh, you see a devil lord, hmm. and the back walls of the back walls of the auditorium aren't actually walls at all, but they are rib-like obelisks. But one of the ones that you notice is the fourth one going from left to right. The fourth uh, the fourth obelisk appears to have glowing cracks. Hmm. Would I be able to do an investigation check on the fourth obelisk? Yes. Okay. For fuck's sake. Um. Nice deal. 19 instead of <laughs> a 21 this time. <laughs> I, like I'm just hitting the 13 to 15 at max range. Um, so y- yeah, um, that's an 18. <laughs> Still have bless going. Okay. Yeah, no, that's well, even with blessed. <laughs> all right. Well, with an 18, you look at the obelisk and you're like, hmm. And then you lift the mask up a little bit just to see it with your own eyes, and it just looks like a, a wall. And you go hmm, and you put the mask back on, and you see the brittle obelisk, and you're like hmm <laughs> you take it off again uh-huh you put it back on no <laughs> you take it off really uh. <laughs> that's your plan then you put it back on and yeah i'm gonna let you put two and two together and i want that audio lucius having you know just kind of spent the last good 30 seconds standing in front of his party just making hmm sounds just <laughs> uh, doesn't even say anything he just hurls his warhammer at the obelisk. <laughs> Lucius! What? <laughs> Look, it's easier to explain. I'll show you. Hang on. No, I, I saw. I saw the audience. I saw them for what they really were. Did you see it too through that mask? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Give me a damage roll on that fucking thrown ass warhammer. Uh, one sec. Add bless to attack and damage rolls too. Because it's still. I okay, haven't done that. anything else. I'm still concentrating on it. <laughs> uh, 13 points of damage. No, I mean, you got to roll to see if oh, it actually connects. Yeah, you got to. Okay, my bad. Roll attack. Roll attack. Okay. Uh, I have finally a good roll. Um, so that is actually a 21. That is an actual 21. <laughs> 21 hits, and I'm going to go ahead and give you that 13. Yep. You see the hammer flies out from behind the curtain. It soars over the audience, the head of the audience. And they all, like, you all kind of get this big scream of oohs and ahs. And then it hits the back wall, and it makes a big thunderous sound. And everybody is stunned, and everybody's a little put off for a second, but they all assume that it's part of the act, and they all start cheering. <laughs> uh, Lucius immediately recalls the first bit of poetry from his favorite gnome bard, William Gnomespear. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's suddenly just kind of going, trying to like keep up the show. Uh, it's just like, uh, she should have died hereafter. There would have been time for such a word. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like gesturing to everyone else with his thumb at the pillar <laughs> or obelisk, sorry. Well, you see the obelisk. All they see is a wall. Yes, but I'm still gesturing to it. <laughs> right. Uh, Little Aid still being backstage and hearing him acting goes, Oh, this show is started. And we'll go and like you said, there were like levers and stuff to control stuff on the stage. And we'll just go and throw every single lever. (laughs) 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 
All right. So I whatever like it. it controls is going crazy on the stage. <laughs> Give me a performance at advantage. Also, it should just be noted that for whatever actions are coming up next for, from everybody else, <laughs> Lucius is still performing Macbeth. Nice. <laughs> of course. Uh, that That's a 16 performance. All right. So with a 16, you throw everything. And what it ends up controlling is out from beneath the stage, like you see fake waves coming, you know, coming up. You see from the ceiling, a chromatic orb lights up and just starts shooting random, you know, spells onto the stage. And like you get an exploding ball of ice here. You get a fireball here. You get a lightning bolt here. And, you know, all the other stuff stuff that comes with a chromatic orb just intentionally not trying to hit anything and it's just going crazy and you see the the backlight it's you know flipping around with a bunch of colors all kinds of little things the the curtains are going in and out in and out in and out and the, the audience they're they're going nuts over this they've never seen anything like this yama are crazy and they're loving it i cast thaumaturgy to help enhance everything right now <laughs> everything yeah. everything that like Lights up, lights up brighter. Everything that makes a noise makes it louder. Everything. And amidst all of this is just creeps in this petty taste from day to day to the past. And my thaumaturgy amplifies his voice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So everything just keeps on going off, and like these, well, these these people were, you know, were in shock and awe at this at the start of this, and then you get this this boring pyromaniac up here, you know, spouting poetry and nonsense. But then, like it, the thaumaturgy, it uh, auto tunes his voice in a way, and now he sounds like a fucking rock star. <laughs> And these people just keep on going nuts. <laughs> Do we see um, Vaudevillian? Is that Vaudevillian. his name? Yes, Vaudevillian is... Vaudevillian, um, thank you. Do we see him? It? Sorry. Yes, currently you see him at the very center of uh, the audience. What does he seem to be doing? He's just kind of kicked back in a, you know, a big throne. And uh, he's taking it all in and he seems to be approving because uh, it's been a hot minute since uh, this crowd of his has uh, gone this wild. I kind of bite my lip a little and take a really big sigh like, oh, I cannot believe I'm about to do this. And I go, I walk out on the stage behind Lucius and as to support his incredible Macbeth reading, I pull out my longswords and I start to just do whatever I think is interesting with them, like spinning them and like throwing them up above me and like catching them and like being like Lucius's backup. <laughs> Sword <laughs> dancing. Yes, exactly. You have guidance for that. Nice. nice. Hold on. Hold on one second. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability. <laughs> I got it. So let's see. Constitution, Strength, Cat's Grace, Eagle's Splendor. I cast on Lucius. The target has advantage on all charisma checks. So it gives him a bonus to all of his charisma right now. <laughs> Lucius? Let's see. Uh, when I, so I cast another higher level, I get another person. Oh. So that means, so she's going to get, so Lucius gets uh, Eagle Splendor, and then uh, Sequia gets Cat's Grace, so she has advantage of dexterity checks. Nice. All <laughs> so right. Lucius just sounds like a boss, and he's just like, and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to just be death. 
ounce of grief cannon. And then you just hear like all the little imps in the in the foreground. It's like death, death, death. <laughs> like they're going, they're getting into it. And um, exactly, like roll that uh, dexterity with advantage. Um. So for let's see. So do guidance and bless stack. I'm gonna say yes. Hell to the yeah. Okay. Then I am gonna do that. Let's see. Not a good roll on the die. That was a six, but first four. Sixteen. Yep. Now we're at uh twenty. And oh my gosh, a twenty-three. Nice. <laughs> so with a twenty-three, um, you take your swords out, you kinda go through like that, you know, slow start sequence, and then like a bass drop, you get in into it and <laughs> the way the the light is shining on uh, the way the light is you know kind of going crazy it's re- uh, perfectly uh, reflecting off of your swords and you're doing it in tune to the light and it's you know just creating like this multicolored lightsaber effect nice and it's with that swords. uh with that 23 um i'm going to say uh, that I'm going to assume that Lucius kind of filled you in on the plan. And one of the shots, one of the shots from the chromatic orb comes down and you are able to deflect it in tune uh, to what you're doing. And it zooms over the audience and hits that fourth uh, fourth wall for another, see, that's a, so that's going to be another 28 points of lightning damage. Wow, nice. And it's starting to, like, that wall is now starting to kind of get this distorted appearance. But, um, Lucius, you can see that it is crumbling and, you know, like a, like a breaking mirror. And, you know, like where on a normal uh, shattering mirror, uh, like you would see wood, you are starting to see the other side and you are looking at the Bard Festival. Right. Um, uh, sir, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, kind of like peeking out and seeing this and like seeing the attack on fourth wall, I'll be like, oh, the Bard gave up his voice. He put his voice in the mask to break the fourth wall. That's the fourth wall. Oh. oh. And I'll be like, oh, hang on. And noting how um, the swords are flinging, like in rhythm, I'm going to be like, okay, let's see if I can do this. And a silver dragon will appear inside one of the loops that she's tossing with like the swords as they're going around. A silver dragon is going to appear in the middle of it and then skyrocket towards the uh, fourth wall and hit it. Oh geez, do I do I know that Lil Eight is doing this? Because I feel like the sight of a silver dragon above me might make me run away. <laughs> I'm it's gonna say no. Giant. You did not know about this. <laughs> I de- will note this is my spiritual weapon. <laughs> and your dexterity oh. save still keeps you going, so you don't drop anything. Because remember, you still have advantage <laughs> on all of that. I, I see the silver dragon and I like throw my sword up at it in a way to like try to hit it. But I, I assume it doesn't actually hit it. So then I realize that it must be some kind of, I don't know, something else. <laughs> <laughs> just industrial movie magic. Yeah. yeah. I just start to sweat a little bit and I'm like, okay, is this where I die? It's a lot smaller than a normal dragon, like even a baby dragon. <laughs> it's like the size of a cane. <laughs> 
can Lucius use this opportunity um, as like the the window of time to finish the soliloquy? Yes, you can. All right. And so like with the, that, that kind of sword going, fl- getting flung up into the air, it's the, the perfect time for him to just change pitch from being really gravelly and dramatic. And he's just suddenly just kind of staring off into the crowd, almost with like a vacant stare. And he's just like, <laughs> life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and that has heard no more. <laughs> it is a tale told by an idiot, full sound and fury, signifying nothing. <laughs> and <that's- laughs> as soon as he stops talking, I cast Guiding Bolt to slam into the... Uh, to that fourth portion of the wall where everyone else has been kind of striking. All right. My dragon had a 22. That hits. Yeah, that's a uh, 19. That hits. Oh, wow. That's good. Uh, That's 18 points. All right. Mine is an eight points. I'm liking this energy. So this is kind of what happens. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon starts going after the wall and it's big silvery wings you know are gliding across the 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 crowd and like they are completely enamored by the four of you at this point and they are like you've got a cult following now it's it's <laughs> basically given um and the moment um uh, you know like the dragon lets out you know begins to let out this uh big roar and as soon as it does the guiding bolt uh emerges from the dragon's maw and strikes at the and strikes at the wall and then the dragon follows and the wall which looks like it's made out of wood fractures like glass and the illusion breaks you see um, the lord chamberlain for what it really is a hell pit surrounded by 14 obelisks well 13 now uh, because you broke the fourth wall and it's not until everybody's the, the crowd's adrenaline kind of goes down and everybody just kind of notices uh, that everything is off. They all start freaking out. And Vaudevillian, in his true form, looks around and is in complete, utter shock, mild terror, and pure anger and looks at the four of you and says, No, you didn't. No, fade to black. <laughs> Someone was upset that we broke the fourth wall. Hmm. Maybe he should. I think that performance was pretty fire. <laughs> yeah, I think we did a great job. <laughs> so we're we back in a black pit, or is it over? So the, everybody sees darkness, and reality starts fading back into starts fading back in, and it looks like not a moment has passed. Nobody even knew that you were gone, and everybody is dressed in the exact same attire that uh, you know everyone else is. But Lucius still going off. Yeah, yeah, thank you for asking the important question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. The fireworks. Well, the fireworks incident is still going off, and um, but Lucius, you are still wearing the mask. Mm, That's uh, poetic because, like, you know, uh, Lucius is now still looking at the fireworks, but he's no longer crying in awe and beauty of the the fireworks, but more of just underneath the mask. There's a very wry smile of just pride in his performance as an actor. (laughs) 
So what does the statue look like now? Uh, the statue is now a, um, well, I mean, it's a completely crumbled ruin. The stat, uh, basically the, the arm of the statue that was carrying the mask has been completely ab- obliterated. Uh, the faces, the face and the chest and the horns are completely cracked. The tail is, you know, broken off. It's a, it, it's in pretty rough shape. I cast mending on the, uh, on the statue. All right. Then so you do that and, you know, amidst the fireworks carnage, uh, after it, you know, dissipates, you, uh, restore the statue to its original standing. And, um, uh, the manager, uh, looks at, uh, you know, kind of runs to the four of you and, is, and uh, she's like, oh my gosh, are you all okay? Yep. I think we're good. Um, pretty great show. I I think so. Do you do you understand what goes on here? I mean, I don't know what happened. I mean, I just noticed. You know, I just was talking to the four of you when the the, the fireworks just went off all of a sudden, and um, she then notices uh, the the mask that uh, Lucius is wearing. She says, uh, "Oh, uh, what, what do you have there?" Oh, oh you like this? I um, I just found it lying around. <laughs> Well, I think that's, uh, and then she looks at the, uh, the statue and she's the, sees the mask and, uh, she's all, oh, well, hey, look at that. It looks exactly like the mask on, hey, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, really uh, cool. Uh, pretty good replica, am I right? And I just kind of like nudge them. <laughs> <laughs> After she says all of that, uh, she just kind of looks at, uh, the four of you, uh, with a, a very distinct twinkle, uh, that she knows, she knows. Hmm. And uh, then she looks and uh, says, you know, they say whoever, that mask is world famous. And it was the face of the bard that saved us all. And I hear that it will give you a very, very great reputation if you were to continue to wear it. It is a mask that increases your uh, charisma stat up to 20. (laughs) Wow, nice. If you're wearing it. Well, in the, in the words of the bard, a false face must hide what the false heart doth know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I say we ended on that. Well played. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Goodness. Thank you, high school drama. <laughs> <laughs> That was so I like I loved how everybody was doing something different like like Relic is just in the back like concentrating and making sure that we're all like doing good and and um Lucius is out there performing and Lil Aid is some, doing her spiritual weapon and I'm like doing <laughs> like sword tricks and it's just like a group of people who just never expected to be putting on a strange performance show for a bunch of infernal <laughs> creatures like it's I can just imagine like everyone's faces like a mixture of sort of entertained but also kind of grimacing like mm, I don't know why I'm doing this I'm going to be praying for a long time to make up for that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was super awesome and I would love I would love if um, you know you guys had us another spot in the future and I would like love to be on again 
I really liked playing with you guys. I thought you guys are really talented and I liked the chemistry, how everyone just was comfortable and knew how to, I don't know, role play <laughs> like together. Right. You would think that it's not hard, but sometimes you can get into groups or situations where people don't really know how to kind of share a, a storyline. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. that was really, really fun. <laughs> and then that's all group dynamic stuff as well. So just sometimes having the like the right guest for it can make things so much easier and you were just you know rolling with all of the punches as well so <laughs> very much so. very easy for all of us i had an amazing time and uh thank you guys so much for for having me and inviting me and it makes me it makes me feel really good so it like meant a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. bye guys all right bye night guys see ya all right until next time